Hi beautiful. A question comes up really often when people start practicing Reiki on a more regular basis. So this will definitely apply to you if you are a practitioner um, or if you're starting to see regular people who are outside your family and friends. Um, that can even happen when we're seeing people who are our close ones. Um, basically, there's this idea that, um, that we need to remember that Reiki, when we practice Reiki, we are a channel. So we are not actually doing anything. And that is what is really, really difficult for many practitioners to truly, truly not just understand, but embody that and practice in that way. So for example, um, if you are practicing on, on a person, on another person, a recipient, and they are, um, feeling all the things or not feeling anything, we have to remember that it is actually not us. So we are not doing whatever it is that they're feeling or not feeling. We are truly just acting as a channel. So then why is it that sometimes we feel stuff that the recipient may be feeling? Uh, and sometimes it's not good stuff, right? Sometimes we can feel headachey or nauseous or we might get funny tastes in our mouth or we start burping or whatever it might be. So why, why is that if we're just a channel, right? The thing is, is that as a channel, we do get, I guess, impacted or affected by the energetics so the idea is really that as the channel, we are also enabled to enjoy the experience ourselves and to also receive the benefits of tapping into that unconditional love. So, you know, as well as maybe feeling those things, you should also be feeling really good during a Reiki session. You know, you should be feeling like blissed out and you feel that love and unconditionally held all of those things as well um if you are feeling um stuff that you don't want to feel during a session it's very important that you work towards uh working through that stuff during the session so trying to clear that being really um being really guess uh, I don't want to say like assertive but it's almost you almost do have to be assertive in in terms of setting those boundaries that this is not mine and setting the intention that I am not taking this on and it is not mine to clear or shift thank you for the insight and now I'm releasing it and letting it go often which happen, which is what happens to me I will feel some stuff that doesn't feel great and I will just stay there until it does pass and most often it passes um, if there's residue that stays on through from the energetics after the session this is a really really good indication that you're not doing enough to either put those boundaries in place and adhere to them there's 
some kind of, I guess, um, maybe an energy leak and you are not actually protecting your energy enough. Um, and the other thing that is also a really big possibility is your grounding practices. So how are they going as well? So very often if we still feel that residue after a session, but we aren't actually doing the grounding work afterwards to help bring us back down, help us clear all that energy as well and bring us back to our center and connected to our physical bodies um, and back to ourself. Um, that is also a really good indication that there's something going on there as well. So make sure that you are getting, um, make sure you are, um, have, you know, really good tight boundaries, protective practices, but also that you are grounding. Now, sometimes protection isn't enough and boundary stuff isn't enough and we are actually triggered it's like our energy hooks into somebody right and now this will only happen with some people and then it won't happen with others so this is where it's really up to you as an individual as the practitioner or facilitator to really do your own self-inquiry on this or work with another energy worker, a mentor, someone who can really help you through understanding what that trigger is about. Why is that, you know, why can't I stop thinking about that? Or why did it really affect me? Why did it make me cry uncontrollably? Or why has it really made my headache, um, really bad or or why can't I sleep and I keep waking up thinking about it all of those sorts of things um and or why did I do I never want to see that client ever again why did it make me feel resentful or not like them or start judging them all of those sorts of things that is for you to do that work on because 75% and I've talked about this many many times 75% of the people who you are facilitating Reiki on are going to be mirrors for you. They're actually gifts showing you areas that need to be worked through. So this is a very important aspect of being a practitioner and this is probably why it is so hard because you cannot suppress and try to hide away from your own doing your own self-work. Because the, the whole point of Reiki is to reconnect you to your truth, right? It's to actually peel through those, work through those layers and reveal or unreveal who you really are. And who you really are is love and who you really are is light. So it's so important you to keep doing that work to try to get to that place when you are love and light when you are when you have returned right and reconnected to your truth when you have um unbecome pure consciousness there is no more triggers there is nothing to fear you have no more fears there is no need for protection now Unless you're a unicorn, (laughs) I have heard this before, unless you are a unicorn, 
you have work to keep doing. And, you know, I truly believe that while you are still here on this earth and existing and living in human form, 3D, your 3D experience is about unraveling all of that. So you still have the work to do. Um, if you are trying to bypass it, suppress it, ignore it, think that you don't hook in, think that nothing triggers you, that you don't feel energy or that it doesn't affect you, all of that kind of stuff, um, you really are under some illusion. And again, it's something that only you can work through yourself at a pace that that will really um, suit you. You know, you you if you ever feel immediately that you don't want to practice Reiki on another person because you're already feeling a trigger or there's fear or judgment or something is coming up for you, that is okay. And it's it doesn't mean that you have to say yes because you need to do the work if you're not ready to and I have done this I have said no to people because I know it was too close to home for me and I wasn't ready yet but I loved the insight and I thanked them for that and blessed them for that thank you for that insight not directly but I did thank them you know once the phone call had ended or once you know they had left and and that sort of thing um and I had I had taken that as a real indication of, okay, I still need to do work through this because I was triggered here. And a trigger is basically just a big emotion. So you can feel um, overwhelm, excitement, obsession, um, feel almost like you are, you know, you, you, you can't live without that person. That's a trigger as much as I can't stand that person. I'm judging them. Um, I'm afraid of afraid of what what they're doing or what they're saying, or um, I don't feel good around them. They're big emotions either way. When they're extreme, that is a trigger, and that is really your insight that there is a shadow aspect. There is something for you, something deeper there for you to work through. Um, so there. They're the main reasons why um, a lot of residue or energetics can continue being felt and, and, you know, can feel uncomfortable. There are a couple of others, though. The other one is that you are trying too hard. You are actually putting your own effort and you are not being that channel. So I mentioned that at the beginning, that we are to be channels. Now, if you are being the channel then you shouldn't feel all this stuff and feel all the residue. Um, and if you have the awareness of what, why you are feeling it and if you can work through that and that comes with practice and deepening your practice and deepening your intuition. But also it comes with letting go and surrendering and trusting and moving past your own self stuff. You have to do the work if you want to be a better practitioner. You have to do the work on yourself if you want to be a better practitioner for others. So if you are trying too hard and trying to take away people's pain, trying to fix them, trying to heal them, um, trying to read them, 
trying to be psychic, trying to understand and translate everything that you're feeling, all the energetics. Why am I, why did I get that message? What's that feel? What's that sensation? If you're putting way too much effort into that and really trying to, um, I guess, show up in a better way for the client um, or the recipient than who you really are, it's, it's going to exert your own energy. It's going to deplete you. You're going to feel tired afterwards. You're going to feel like you've been hit by a truck and you're going to have to sleep for days afterwards to try and just recoup. So it's really important that you come back to basics and remember that you are just a channel. Reiki healing, I, I don't know how many times I, I say this on a daily basis. Reiki healing is not about being psychic or reading the energy. That comes with practice and I know that every single one of you has the ability to understand your intuition and the way that it shows up. But if you are sitting there trying so hard, that is not that is not the point of it. The point of Reiki healing is just to be that channel and all you need to do, your only responsibility as a facilitator of Reiki is to love unconditionally. That's all you need to do. It is actually that simple. Whenever people try to um, complicate it by adding things on or giving rules and, and all that stuff, that's where I feel that people get in their heads about it. And this is where it starts to feel out of alignment or starts to deplete you. It has nothing, there is nothing else to it other than you just need to be able to love somebody unconditionally and tap into that energy of unconditional love and channel that through for them. Um, in, a, in a recent level two class, I had, we were having this discussion and the student just had this sense of relief. She was taught level one by another teacher and, um, and also had done level two with the other teacher as well. And I think um, what had happened is she had, and you know, I don't know how the teacher taught her, but she had certainly um, created this story in her head that she had to um, understand and diagnose and help, you know, fix the person and help give them messages about and, and help them understand their pain and their suffering. And when I said to her, when I was explaining all of this to her, she just, she said, I feel so relieved because I don't think I can do all of that stuff yet, right? Yet she knows that she's developing her practice but she, does, she said, I can't do all of that, but I can love. And that's all she needs to do. And that's all she did. You know, when, when she did her practice, she loved. She loved her recipient and it was incredible. So that's all we need to do. And I have seen many times students just release that pressure that they have to show up differently or they have to be more or do more. The reality is, is that you are love. You are love. That's why you are enough. And that's why you can be Reiki. 
that's why you can facilitate Reiki because you are Reiki. You are source energy. You are connected. When you take away and strip away those layers, you are love. And that's all you need to do is just show up as love for that other person and for yourself. With your self-practice, all you need to do is show up as love. Even if you don't believe right now that you are in love with yourself, all you need to do is hold yourself in love. And I promise you will get to a point where you have no other, no other choice but to believe that you are loved, that you are loved and that you are lovable. And I know because I've been there. I, I have been there. I have come from being in the depths of self-hatred, absolute hatred for myself. Felt like I was, I didn't deserve, this is how, this is how I used to speak to myself. I didn't deserve to leave my house because I didn't deserve to be here. I was not good enough to exist. I was disgusting. People would never want to look at me, would never want to be friends with me, would never want to know me. I came from that place to this place now that before I go to bed at night, every single night, the last thing that I remember and that that I tell myself is how lovable I am and how loved I am and that I am loved. It doesn't matter what I've done all day. I have tried and I have showed up my best. And that is all I can keep doing is keep trying and keep showing up the best that I possibly can be. And that is why I know that I am love. And I can tell you, I have practiced on and taught hundreds and hundreds of people. And all of you every single one of you who I have connected with energetically, whether it just be for an attunement or it's for more, for an absolute Reiki session or healing session, I know and I can tell you that you are unconditional love. I know, I have felt it and energy does not lie. So I can promise you a hundred percent that you you are worthy of doing this work and you do not have to do or be any more than what you are already. Your clients will evolve with you. The clients that I had at the beginning are very different to the types of clients that I had that I have now and the type of work that we do now is very different to the type of work that I did at the beginning as well. You know, now I am now I am doing a lot deeper work, right? And it's more intense and, and we're, we're doing, we're, it's just so much different. It's evolved compared to when I started out. And that's not because I'm, you know, I'm any better. I've always been the way that I've been, but I have deepened my practice and I have revealed more and more layers. That's what it is. And the other thing is that people have vibrationally matched where I'm at now. And they were always on a vibrational match wherever I was at and wherever I have been at. 
and I continue to trust in that. You know, every time someone says no, you know, if, if there is a, if they inquire and they say no, actually, no, you're not my teacher, you're not my practitioner for me. I do never, never take that as a reflection of me and my worth that I'm not good enough or anything like that. I know that I'm just not a vibrational match for that person. I am not for everybody and that is okay. That is so fine because I'm not here for everyone either. You have to have this incredible amount of belief in yourself day in, day out because you are the only one who's always going to be on your side. It's really important that you keep showing up for yourself and support. You have to be your biggest supporter, not your biggest hater, which is where many of us come from. It's where I came from. We have to turn that around. So if there is any part of you that is still ripping yourself to shreds and feeling like you are not good enough, you have to keep doing that work. And there are days that I still have those moments, of course. Of course there are. There are still layers of me that are being revealed and that are being worked through. But that's okay. And that's okay. I'm still doing the work. I'm still showing up and I'm so committed to it. 100% committed to it. For me, for my for my daughters, my husband, the people around me, my clients, my students. But also I know that is my purpose. This is my purpose, to be a light. And if I, if I don't keep committing to that purpose, then I... I'm failing, right? That's when I'm failing. That's when I feel like, no, I, you know, when I do transition and I'm no longer in this 3D form, I do want to feel like I have given it my best shot. You know, that's really what I want to do. So making sure that you are not trying that you are trying to work through all the stuff that is that is making you try so hard, right? And I know because I've been there too. I remember those days of trying so hard and I still sometimes get in my head about it and still feel responsible for someone's healing or whatever it is. But the reality is, is that you are not, right? You are not responsible. Every individual, just as you are, you are responsible for your own healing, So please make sure that you remember that and you remind yourself there is only so much you can do. You can show up 100% and then it's up to that person to show up as well. The other thing is your self-care practices. Now, if you are doing that work on yourself and you are putting yourself first, you are also making sure that your self-care practices are, you know, 100%. You are nourishing yourself inside and out. You are not on your way to burnout. Because if you are also keeping up with your self-care practices, then you are also able to show up as the best practitioner that you can be and you're not trying so hard and you're also not depleting your energy. And the last one that I wanted to talk about as well is if you're still feeling you know, crappy after practicing Reiki on certain people or on everybody, think, really take a look at your business. 
are you working with people who are best suited to your gifts? Are you really in alignment? Are you truly, truly living and, and have a practice that is soul aligned, that is, that is really heart-centered and lights you up and is more than just a job for you? Um, the other thing is, please remember, you always have choices. You don't have to say yes to everyone who asks you for sessions. You do not have to say yes to every single opportunity. There is so many more opportunities and people out there who need you than you putting yourself out there out of a place of fear and scarcity or lack. Always, always choose love.